Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, Episode 17, Fan Expo 2013. You're listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast way station for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And joining us for the 37,000th time is Chris. <laughs> she is Christian on Twitter. And I, I, I've decided to just call her another co-host because she's here just that often. Yay, promotion! <laughs> <laughs> she, she, you've got up in the world from Lackey to co-host. Woohoo! I know we usually do a drink special for some of the episodes, and today's drink special is ginger tea. So exciting, I know. But Chris and I just got back from Dragon Con 2013 not too long ago, and we're both really, like, stuffy for some reason. I don't know if it's allergies or we both kind of caught a little cold. But, Chris, do you want to say why you're drinking ginger tea? Well, it's not necessarily why, but as I was pulling some out to drink it, I was reading the back of the package... And I kid you not, it, it says that uh, it was regarded as a tonic for chi, is what it says on the package. And I thought, how appropriate. We'll be it, ready in case Bo shows up. Yes, yes. Which we always want to be ready in case Bo shows up. So of we'll course. Be, you, get, you two will be prevented from getting chi sucked if Bo shows up. However, if she shows up at my place, I'm totally screwed. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. We, we, I thought we wanted to get our cheese sucked. I'm really, really confused now. What am I thinking? God, I'm such a moron. Yes, yes. I don't know. I want my cheese sucked. I want to be left dead with a smile on my face by a gorgeous succubus. (laughs) But she's got that under control now. No, no. If she kills me, that's fine too, because I'll have died happy. You would have died a happy death. Yes. And now I feel like I know you a little bit better, Annie. And I don't know how to feel about that. Well, yeah, that's all I have to say about that until the next revelation. So we're here to do a little con report. Annie just got back not too long ago from Fan Expo 2013. And I know this was your first time going, Annie. So why don't you just kind of give us a overall impression of the con in general? Well, I've attended uh, Comic Con in San Diego, the ultimate con for the last several years. And this year I had a conflict because I couldn't go because uh, one of my best friends was getting married. So I said, do you know what I gave up for you? But... (laughs) Ever since I got into Lost Girl, I really wanted to go to Fan Expo, since it's pretty much the only event where all the cast shows up, and I really wanted to attend the fan panel. So I went, and it's about 100,000 people is what the estimate is was for this year, which is about 30,000 people less than Comic-Con. I, I describe it as a Canadian San Diego Comic-Con, a smaller version, although when it seems like you're in the midst of the crowds, especially on a Saturday, it doesn't seem that small, and it doesn't seem that uncrowded. And actually, I think the floor is, the length of the buildings is actually bigger than Comic-Con in San Diego, if you can imagine it. It's like all cons. It's wonderful with the cosplay and, you know, the fans you meet and everything. Just in terms of how it's organized, it's pretty good. But, uh, like I said, crowded on Saturday, but it pretty much is that way at all conventions. Definitely uh, a con that I enjoyed. I love Toronto and the downtown area where it's at because I've been in Toronto before. So, yeah, it's a very well done con. They've been doing it for, I think, next year's or 20th year. And so you went to the... Lost Girl fan panel, which a video of that has, or actually a couple have surfaced online. Probably the more, most complete one I've seen is by Phanonymous. So thank you to him for sharing that with us all. And I've watched it. I think Chris has watched it. I thought it was a, a as usual, pretty entertaining fan panel. So what did you think of it, Annie? 
I thought the panel was totally worth getting up at 6 a.m. for. I have my Comic-Con training, so I said to my two roommates, you guys are getting up with me at 6 a.m., right? We're going to line up early. They're like, I'm like, you don't have to get up that early. They're like, oh, no, we are. I'm like, yes. So we got up and were able to get a pretty decent spot in line. We went into the panel. Theater holds about 1,200 people, which I think um, was surprisingly small for the Lost Girl panel. Uh, I hate to say it, but I, that panel needs to be in a bigger room because the show is just so popular now. But the panel was just spectacular because it was really nice to see the whole cast interact from when Casey Collins comes on stage and he does this like rolling tumble when his name is called. He was the first person to come out. And then Anna comes out and she's talking about how Every time she hears babies cry, she starts getting emotional. And then Paul Amos's daughter started crying, and she almost started crying. We all thought she was going to cry. You know, the panel you can see online, but I think it's just really fun to see them react to each other's questions. Or, like Chris, he was impersonating Rachel, throwing the boomerang, you know, when they were shooting that day on the roof in episode 303, I think. And just to see all the genuine love between them all, I think, is really neat. And Zoe calling in was so sweet of her to take the time out to do that. And then to have George Takai come out at the end. We had kind of heard there was going to be a special guest, so we were guessing it was either going to be him or, you know, maybe Linda Hamilton, because she was there too. Yeah, it was just, it's so surreal to see these people that you love watching on television every week, interacting in person and just being so appreciative of the fans and of each other. I thought Anna got some really good lines in in the in the panel. I liked her. I play on a lot of teams. Comment. <laughs> I also liked her comment to Chris Holden Reed when he was kind of joking about how Dyson was playing a long yeah, game yeah. for Bo now, and she's like, "It may not seem like it on the show, but you got to work for this." <laughs> and then um, it's great to see uh, Rachel and Chris interact because they're so buddy buddy. You know, having to work together so much on the show. I have to say, from watching the panel, I was also really happy to hear Ksenia Solo talking about maybe Kenzie and Lauren having formed a tentative friendship. She really did spend a couple, like a minute or so, talking about how she's not the only human on the show, and she's really glad that that relationship has developed more with Lauren. That made me really happy to hear, because as I've mentioned many times, I would love for Lauren to, to get a friend at some point, and I think Kenzie seems to be a very the obvious choice at this point. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that'd be great. And although it's interesting from what I hear that Kenzie's going to have a lot of scenes with Rachel next year in season four. So I'm like, oh, maybe tension between the human and the uh, Valkyrie. So I'm wondering what that's going to be about. But And I also really liked uh, how the Lost Girl gang gave a shout out to Rob Archer as Bruce. He later tweeted that he had tears in his eyes yes. when he saw that, and they all just love him to death. You know, he's such a sweet, genuine man. And, and Chris uh, talked about how he was that Rob was so excited when he got was doing the Captain Canuck web series. He took this little iron on that he had, and he was going to put it on his very large shirt, but instead he put it on a very much smaller shirt for Chris, and he gave it to him. Chris just tweeted him Rob the other day saying, uh, "Thank you for the shirt." Yeah, I, I loved hearing all the all the Rob Archer love just coming from everybody, it seemed like. It seems like everybody just has that genuine love and respect working for each other. That's sort of one of the great things is how much the cast really, really obviously loves each other. It's just 
It's very sweet. It makes me happy. Cast interviews are my happy place. Of course, I love the docubus argument by Anna. Well, she tried to be very political about it, going, well, if I was a lawyer, I would say that Lauren is beautiful, smart, and, you know, because then he adds in, she's a human. But she la- Anna later did say that uh, her favorite part of season three was docubus getting together. And uh, I thought it was so cute when Rachel's like, well, what about Valcubus? And she hugs Anna, and all the Valcubus fans are like, yay! To be fair, I know I'm a Docubus fan, but I was uh, in line for, earlier in the week, I was in line for the Captain Kunuk signing the day before. I had my uh, Got Docubus shirt on, and a person behind me, she goes, you don't hate me, do you? And she had this um, Team Valcubus shirt, and on the other side it said Team Arscar. And it was a beautiful shirt and had, like, Valkyrie wings on the back. And I'm like, no, of course I don't hate you. You know, I've got your team, you've got my team, we're all cool, we all get along. And it was so great to meet fans in person and to see their creativity on their t-shirts. Or um, I didn't quite catch any uh, Lost Girl cosplay. No, I did catch some Lost Girl cosplay and things like that. But, you know, we may talk about teams and this and that on this podcast. But, you know, when you meet each other in person... You all love the same stuff, so that part doesn't matter. Just as long as you support the show and are kind to each other, that's that's what's cool about meeting in person at cons. Agreed. So after the cast panel, there was the autograph signing, and were, were you able to get a ticket for that? I know they did a lottery. The autograph signing was great because when I got, was able to get an autograph ticket, but when... Uh, my friends and I went down to the convention floor. Uh, Emily Andrus was there, and she was just interacting with fans in the autograph line. So it was great to be able to see her and to say hello to the showrunner. And when I went up to her and uh, I mentioned, oh, I you know, co-host a podcast called Drinks the Doll, and her response was, oh, I know who you guys are. So Emily saying that, to which my very undignified response was, oh my god, I'm shitting myself. <laughs> Emily was so sweet. She goes, she goes. Oh no, no, you can't do that yet. You haven't met the cast. I'm like, oh no, are you kidding? You're the showrunner. You're like the the goddess, you know. To which I almost literally, you know, bowed to her. But she was so sweet to interact with the fans. And my friend uh, brought a unicorn, and she uh, she was so thrilled. She goes, oh my god, you want me to sign your unicorn? My friend was even wearing unicorn leggings, and Emily loved them. And she tweeted my friend later, going. Your unicorn pants were some of the best things I'd ever seen. And she, I think she made a hashtag, unicorn fashion or something. She was just really appreciative of talking with fans, seeing their customized t-shirts, seeing that fans had come from all over the world, from Italy, from Singapore, from all over the United States, from all over Canada, just to say hello and thank you. So when I went through the autograph line, Anna was first, and... You know, I'm actually a pretty emotional person. I'm a wear my heart on my sleeve kind of thing. But I, when I talked to Anna, I told her how much Docubus and how much her portraying Bo meant to me. And uh, I was not expecting to get emotional, but all of a sudden I couldn't get my words out. And I was kind of, uh, kind of got teary-eyed, and Anna was so sweet. She just held my hand and looked directly into my eyes, and she goes, Yeah, I understand. You know, pretty much the same thing that Zoe Palmer told me when I met her in Houston, how they... Um, truly understand and appreciate uh, having those roles. So that was just a really, really sweet moment. They said, oh, you have the the pendant on, because I had the light fade pendant on. Emily noticed it, and so did uh, Anna and Rachel. 
And Rachel was reading my shirt because it was the shirt from the San Diego Comic-Con where it's got the picture of Bo and it says she's impossible to resist. And Rachel, she kind of hugged Anna and she goes, well, she is impossible to resist. So that's for the Valkybus fans there. And I was joking with Rachel. I said, you know, I love I love Tamsin. I love her vulnerability and her badassness and, you know, both those sides of her. And Rachel said, yeah, she was intending to play her that way. And I joked with her saying that I love, you know, Valkybus too. I just don't want Tamsin to keep to keep macking on Bo. <laughs> Rachel just laughed. But again, such a sweetheart. And uh I had discussions with Chris all through the weekend about the best restaurants in Toronto to go to because previously in Houston he told me where to go. You know, and Ksenia about, you know, how she keeps on running through takes and all those sky high boots and she's like, I got it down, so and Rick and everybody were just uh, really, really sweet. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but eventually they got through the line, which was about 80 people, which didn't take too too long. And then Anna and Chris and Ksenia, they left to do press, but the rest of the cast, they did autographs for at least another 20 minutes for people that didn't initially get autograph tickets. So that was really sweet of them to do that. You know, the same with Emily. She stayed and signed for fans, and she she said to me, okay, I'll sign up here in the corner. This is what's known as the writer's corner, because I don't want to write over anybody's face. And the way she just kept downplaying her her own contributions, she's like, oh, I'm just the writer. We're like, no, you do, you know, so much. You do everything on the show as the showrunner. They have so much work to do. It's not even a, I can't even comprehend it. There's a couple more people I wanted to mention. Uh, we met one of the lovely people who is behind the uh, official Lost Girl Twitter, and she was such a sweetie. She's um, one of the employees at Prodigy Pictures, so we wanted to give a shout-out to her because she was just really, really sweet to us. That was uh, Natalie, so thank you, Natalie. So besides the main Lost Girl cast, I also got autographs from George Takai, Aaron Ashmore, who was Nate in Season 2, and Linda Hamilton, the beautiful Linda Hamilton. And when I talked to Linda, she she joked to me I uh, had a Lost Girl picture for her. And she looked at it and she went, oh, I love this job. And she said the boots, with the high-heeled boots that she had to wear, uh, was one of the most dangerous things in her career. Uh, forget Sarah Connor. It was the boots in Lost Girl. So she was really sweet to me and remembered me over the weekend when I got my photo op because she was so happy that I was a supporter of Lost Girl. And I also went back to have her sign the Lost Girl card that the main cast had signed. And she said she would very proudly add her name to that. So hopefully Akisha will come back and we'll see what happens with that. And I had a good time talking with Aaron Ashmore because I personally was always a fan of Nate and I always wanted to see him come back and, you know, find out about the Fae in some way and come in and, you know, save the day or something. And Aaron's like, yeah, I can just bash him over the head with my guitar or something. I said, yeah, maybe that'll work before uh, the Morgan, you know, hopefully would not suck the life out of him. And then George Takai was wonderful, of course you know, just so poised and elegant, you know, and I thanked him for all his work, gay rights movement. And uh, he said, yes, we have a long way to go, but, you know, we're still fighting. So it was wonderful to talk to those three Lost Girl guests. And, um, you know, who knows? I can't wait to see what George Sakai is going to do in season four. Hopefully we'll get some more guests in seasons coming up later and that we can also meet at cons. So that would be a great, great thing to see.
I think the best thing about Fan Expo, besides the panel and uh, having interactions with the cast, is meeting all the fans. And just meeting people from like that came from South America, and she said her roommate came from Singapore, so they beat out me coming from San Francisco by like several thousand miles. You know, meeting people in line. Uh, you know, I met a person in line who was local from Toronto, and and just uh, my two roommates, one of whom I'd never met until I got to Fan Expo, and one that I met in Houston, and. Just the fans is really the best experience. I've never experienced such kind of warmth in the fandom and that kind of camaraderie, except uh, with my longtime uh, Xena fandom. Thanks to the cast, my thanks to the crew of Lost Girl, but mostly my thanks to the fans for uh, making my experience in Toronto such a memorable one. We have gathered up a bunch of leaks related to Fan Expo. There's a video of the cast Q&A panel that we mentioned, videos of interviews with Anna Silk, Ksenia Solo, and Chris Holden-Reed, professional photos that were taken during the cast panel and signing, as well as a link to the Flickr album with pictures that Annie took at Fan Expo. Links to all of those goodies will be included in the show notes for this episode, episode 17, over at drinksatthedoll.com. We are still looking for guest contributors for our upcoming episodes about Hale and Vex and the Morrigan. If you're interested in being a contributor on one of those episodes, there will be more information in the show notes for this episode. And even if you're not interested in being a contributor, we would love to hear your feedback. Did you attend Fan Expo? Did you have any fun interactions with the cast or crew? Tell us about it by leaving a comment on the show notes for this episode. You could also send us a voice message through your computer or mobile device by clicking on the Send a Voice Message link. You can also email us at feedback at drinksofthedoll.com or call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. Thank you so much for joining us for Drinks at the Doll. I'm Stephanie. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.